Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Queen Intimacy, and today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the 2000s is starting to really throw me off here. I miss saying 1990. <laughs> what is up, you guys? I've missed you. I mean, I was here just a couple of days ago, right? But it's okay. I still miss you. I'm allowed to miss you. Right? Right. So today, 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 I really just want to talk about taking some time out for yourself. You know, I know I talk about self-love a lot and I think it is um, important to keep on saying it, especially to people who are regular listeners. You know, you kind of want to... Um, get used to hearing something over and over again that way eventually it will start to become a habit it will start to rub off and it'll start to become a habit so I always want to self-love self-care putting yourself first is definitely um, the core here is the main thing that I always focus on And today, I really just want to talk about rest. Um, You know, we do a lot in a day. And as I always say, you know, take five minutes in the morning for yourself and focus on your breathing. And then before you go to sleep at night, take five minutes for yourself. Now, a lot of people might not know this, um, especially the people who know me personally. But no matter what you think I'm doing, I'm always taking a moment for myself. Um, I'm always, I always steal that. I can, I steal that moment for me, even when I'm in mid conversation. (laughs) Sometimes I can be in a full fledged conversation with with someone and not even to be rude, but I've gotten so used to, um, you know, being in the habit of taking time out for myself in a busy day that I've learned how to do this, no matter what's going on and in the midst of, um, way back in um, probably like last year when I first started doing this podcast you guys probably heard me talking about Stormy Wellington a lot Um, I used to watch Stormy Wellington videos and Stormy Stormy Wellington is a very very busy uh, person and I always used to see her in the midst of doing something and meditating like she would be in a room full of people and she'd just be standing in one spot meditating and it was like she became a part of like she became decor you know like she became like people people in that moment in that stage like it was like people didn't even notice that that's what she was doing or they noticed that she was there but you know what I mean like they stayed out of the way and I said "Ooh, I want that level of I want that level of um focus and commitment and determination and I have been trying to do that no matter where I'm at so that even in a moment where I feel overwhelmed or I feel like, oh, I can stop, especially when it starts to become, you know, intense for me, um, I, I, I can stop, I can meditate or take some time for myself in the mist and, and, and then come out of it and be okay. Some people may step into the bathroom to do this. Um, I just really admired the fact that she didn't step away from what she was doing. She just, once people were distracted with each other for a second, 
she'd feel the energy in the room and just meditate not maybe not off the energy but you know maybe with the energy or maybe she's put up a block around her where it doesn't affect her in the moment where her surroundings don't matter and I absolutely love that so I just want people to really understand it just I just want us all to understand that taking time out for yourself is the most important thing that we need to really focus on doing there is a lot of overworked people and I'm not just talking about getting up and going to work every day I'm talking about getting up going to work every day, making sure home is good, making sure family is good, making sure, making sure, making sure, but you're not on that list. Or you on that list, but you are the, you're not like on that list daily. You're on that list sometimes. You're on that list, what, maybe once a week. And that's something. I don't want to take the credit away from you if you're just getting started. That is something. That's an accomplishment if you are still able to do it once a week. But we really need to focus on doing this in our everyday. It needs to be intentional. It needs to be on purpose. It needs to be like breathing. Taking care of yourself needs to be extremely important to you. And it's not just so that you can't take care of others. It's just because it's an easier way of processing your life and creating the life that you want to live. It's a easy way to get to happiness. It's an easy way to get to love. The moment that you start focusing on who you really want to become, how you really want to impact people, your purpose What are you going to be able to, what are you going to do in this world where you are going to be able to be effective in doing that? What do you need? And the number one thing you need is yourself. So you have to take care of that. You have to get into you, mind, body, and spirit. And so let's go. You really have to get into it. It really means something to me that more of us do it. I didn't see this growing up. I come from a generation where, you know, mothers overworked, there weren't any fathers around, um, or they were around, but they really weren't, weren't active in the home, so they weren't assisting in the home, you know what I mean? So the only person really taking care of the kids is the mom, and um, they were all overworked. Like, I didn't even have, like, family people to really look up to as far as, like, success goals or a life they were living that, ooh, I want to live that life too. Like, I didn't really have a visual or an example of what a great life looked like. For a long time as a child, you know, growing up, I just thought, like, this is life. Life, this is life. This is what it is. I mean, I didn't know any better to think anything other than But then my mom did something that was phenomenal. And when she went and put out a job application and they said, are you willing to travel back in the day on the applications that used to say, are you willing to relocate? My mom hit that X (laughs) and it, it came to her and she was, she was sent here through her job and we relocated. And when we relocated, then something else was something new was open to me. I had never lived in the suburbs. 
I was culturally outnumbered. It was really, really, really like a a, a crazy transition to go through at like 13 years old. Like I didn't even come right away. I went and lived with my dad because I was like, I I didn't want to leave where I was from. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to leave Columbus, Ohio. I had friends and, you know, I had my puppy love boyfriend and we were going to get married. And, And, you know, I had these plans as a teenager, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't ready to make the transition because I didn't understand and I was too young to understand. But as I, you know, when I did finally move here and I did start, the, the area started to grow on me. Then I started to see other I had a new experience the neighborhood was quiet I mean and it is what it is you know Columbus is a city you know what I'm saying it ain't nothing but it's some it's some suburbs out there but it still ain't safe (laughs) it still ain't safe um the area the neighborhoods I was in they were very dangerous you know, um, I had friends that were like my age that were dying of like violence. You know what I mean? Like it was different. Like it was different to go through that type of experience as a child is violent death at a young child. Like I was like, I was 12 years old. I was 13, 12 years old going to funerals of my friends in school for being killed. Like it was a total different experience coming here and then being, um, culturally outnumbered and never having to experience anything like that ever again and still haven't to this day so when I got here to Kentucky is where I'm at now and I went to school here so when I got here to Kentucky I literally just I had I froze up I was in shock I kind of you know I I was closed off, very withdrawn. I didn't understand my surroundings. I didn't know. I had to relearn a lot of things because the way of life that I was used to, and I didn't have anyone to walk me through that. So I had to deal with that through trial and error. And that was difficult because again, it was just the two of us. You know what I mean? There was no one else outside of me or that was close enough to me that could help me transition. So I had to learn and my mom couldn't teach me. She was too busy going to work. So I had to figure this thing out on my own here. And so my perspective I developed was that I noticed that there were a lot of active parents in these kids' lives versus back home. All my friends moms were like mine they all went to work we all hung out together because our moms were at work there wasn't a dad in the house like so here the narrative was different the narrative was it was a two-parent home the and even if the one parent was a home there was another parent to be around so the mom was able to do everything all day long you know what I mean like it was a it was a very different experience and being able to see how active they were and how present they were I can't I can't help (laughs) I can't even hold you I struggle it became sensitive to me you know like I, I literally looked at that and I, I didn't feel envy, but I felt something I knew in that moment. I discovered I'm lacking something. 
There's no one home with me. There's no one helping me become something. So now I got to figure this thing out by myself. Because my parent was too busy and my other parent was inactive. Physically, I'm not going to say like inactive because my dad was there. My dad just wasn't like physically in the room. My dad didn't have come from a lot of money. So, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not, I never want to discredit my parents for anything. Um, and I understand who my dad is and all and reasons. I, I, I know this. So this isn't, this isn't about, um, shaming my father for not being around. Some dynamics are different. This isn't that. And I never want to put that out into the air. Um, but I, I, I did not really have that example, you know, I didn't have a hero yet. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have a, um, an influencer yet. I didn't have anybody who inspired me. Like I had none of this as a child. I had absolutely nothing to look up to. Nothing. And here's a here's a here's a here's something I want to share too. So the the one person that I did have to look up to, I know this is gonna throw a lot of people off. <laughs> this is gonna throw a lot of people off, and I'm gonna use her government name before I say who she's known by. But if you know her government name, you know exactly who I'm talking about. So the influencer that I did have because of where I came from was Kimberly Jones. And what attracted me to looking up to Kimberly Jones was the fact that she was protected by a lot of men. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like she was the woman of the crew. That looked powerful to me to see a bunch of men protecting this little bitty thing but this big personality. I was attracted to that. And not that there's anything wrong with that because I'm still that person. I still love dominance around me. I love dominant people to be around me. I love being in the company of dominant people. I love it. I love it. People who are more dominant than me, I love that feeling. I do not like being the most dominant, strong person in the room. I don't. I don't. I absolutely don't. <laughs> in a lot of cases, I have been. I do not like that. But that was what I was attracted to. And that's how that looked to me. And I thought to myself, well, Miss Kimberly Jones here definitely don't have to worry about nobody bullying her, picking on her, or doing anything because she got all these dudes around and they're going to protect her. And so it intimidates people from even stepping to her. I wanted that same energy that people would, and it kept her soft. And I believe that that's why little Kim is such a sweet person. If you, if you, all the interviews that you've heard about her, or you've seen people talk about her, you've never really talked about, you've never really heard anyone speak on little Kim as being a negative person. They always say that this is the sweetest person that they know. 
I mean, I don't have to tell you that. Go look it up. But I, I believe that this is all that dominance is what kept her in her soft feminine. And I love that. And I've always been attracted to things like that. Things that keep a woman a woman. Things that allows a woman. And, and, and she's got a big bite though. Like you also know that you can't just step to her. You know she coming. She might be this little thing, but that's a big personality. You know she coming for you. But her natural state, she, she's, she's submissive. She's soft. She's feminine. She's woman. She's lady. I, I love everything about her energy. And I think that that's slept on when it comes to her. And I think people need to really stop being so judgmental and understand and really go look into her story and really get to understanding who she is as a person. Because being a longtime fan of hers, she did wonders for me as a child. She helped me become a feminine woman who was strong and dominant. The, the, the thing about me was, though, is because of, you know, just personality traits and everything like that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't reach my feminine side because I never had that amount of dominance around me. I've never felt protected. So I always had to be, you know, strong and guarded and, you know, real stern with my voice. I couldn't be in a place like here, right here, this place right here, this what you hear right now. Like I could never be just here and be okay. This place never felt comfortable to me. And so I put this place in a box and I put it up on my shelf and I said, hey, I'm not letting this out. (laughs) I'm not letting this out until I really feel like I have that type of security. If you want to win me over, (laughs) if you want me to believe that you feel anything for me at all, protecting me is the best way to do it. Making me feel that. I'm not out here wowing, no. I don't need protection. I don't need you gunned up and everything, bulletproof vest and all that there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the only way that you can be around me is you have to be able to live in your truth. I feel protected around people who live in their truth. I feel protected around people who are honest. I feel protected around people who are, who have this sense of, of fearless. I don't, it's, it's something about a, a, a real dominant person who is very secure with themselves that feels very much like home. And until that happens, (laughs) I keep the soft side here. I keep it up on top of my shelf in a box, in a corner, somewhere. But trust and believe, 
the day that that is felt, and I'm going to tell you now, it's felt, <laughs> it's felt, and I just went in there, and I went and grabbed that box, <laughs> and I brought that box out. I am, I have definitely finally reached a place in life where I feel protected around with the people that I am bringing into my inner circle. I am finally feeling that feeling, but it took a long time to get here. It took a long time to get here. And I had to deal with and go through a lot because I was so taught I didn't have a lot. See, here's the thing about discovering what you don't have. So when you realize what you don't have and that you want in your life and you feel like you need it, you have to go and research, figure out where you can find that at. Listen, I'm helping somebody today. I don't know who, but I'm helping somebody today. I can feel it. When you have realized what you lack, go figure out where you can get it. Maybe it's therapy. Maybe it's a YouTube video. Maybe it's the right literature to read. Go find it. Go open up your mouth and talk to people about what you don't have and figure out if someone can help you find it. Be expressive about what what you're lacking. And if you can't find what you're lacking, become what you're lacking by doing the research, the YouTube videos, finding the right literature to read, talking to somebody who can put you in that direction and guide you. Still the same. But go figure it out. Don't just sit still and say to yourself, oh, I don't have. This world is available to you. You do have it. Go find it. Whatever you think you don't have and you think you need, go find it. A lot of times we're going we gon, we gon to do that and we're going to discover that what we thought we needed, we didn't need. But now we know. And that's going to be, that's going to be a great way of helping us move forward. In the meantime, focus on what you do have and appreciate that. We're going to circle this back around to being grateful, gratitude, because this is the greatest place to be when in finding happiness is being grateful for where we are, what we have in this moment. Even if what we have is a mess, be grateful for that mess is teaching you something. And when you come out on the other side of that mess, it's glory. You understand? When you come out on the other side, you will receive the victory. Make sure you're focused in this mess. I know it's a mess and I know it's hard, but make sure you see clearly. Make sure you are being mindful. Make sure you are paying attention to what is in this mess. Make sure you pay attention to how the mess was created so that you know what not to do to create this mess again. Okay? Because it is okay. And you will be okay. Especially if you keep coming here to this podcast, baby. You're going to keep being okay. You hear me? 
because you got a purpose. Because you're worthy and you're deserving. You weren't put into this life to hurt forever. You wouldn't put you weren't put into this life to suffer forever. And you weren't put into this life to lack forever. It's temporary. And you have to see that it is temporary. So you have to be grateful for what you have right now. Because as long as you're breathing, as long as you're feeling, as long as you're seeing, as long as long as you are, you always have opportunity to doing better than you did before. That is your grace. And you wake up with it every single day. You open up your eyes. Every single day you get another day that is your grace because if you weren't supposed to be here you wouldn't be here if you weren't supposed to be here you wouldn't solve today but here you are and here we are and so it is very important to think about yourself and spending time with yourself. This is what spending time with yourself looks like. You see me? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Even when I'm silent? Can you read me? This is what spending time with yourself looks like. You are your, you are the biggest project. You're a big damn deal. If you're here right now listening to me, you are a big damn deal. You are something major. You ain't no small time, you ain't just, no. That's why you need to see what you have even in the midst of the mess you need to see how beautiful your life is even in the midst of the mess the mess should let you know that something is coming and whatever it is that that something that is coming is blessed that something that's coming is in favor of you That something that is coming is meant for you. This mess is getting ready to get cleaned up. But all you got to do is focus in and see. Okay? So no matter where you are, you got to be grateful. This is why I keep saying you got to be grateful. You got to be grateful. If you in a position right now and you don't even like where you at, like say for instance your living situation ain't the best. Like you living with your, your parents still or you living with your siblings or something or you living with a friend or hell, you living in your car and all you got is your phone. It don't matter. Be grateful that it's not worse than that. That could have been worse. Do you know that what you're going through, there is a such thing as there is something worse than that? And I know that's kind of cliche, but at the end of the day, think about it. 
it could have been worse. And you really have to think about that. Think about that when you're going through something and find a way to pick yourself up and shake it off a little bit. Because it's not so much about thinking about, oh, somebody got it worse than me. No, you could have had it worse than you got it. Fuck them. Because <laughs> you're right. It ain't got nothing to do with you. But you could have had it worse. You've been given grace. You, It could have been worse for you. I'm not where I want to be right now either, but it could, where I'm at right now, oh, this could have been worse for me. But God showed me some grace. And so I'm grateful for that. Because in that grace, I'm able to still develop and I'm able to still love and I'm able to still be inspired and focus and stay on purpose. And that's because I take time out of my day to focus on me, to focus on getting better, to focus on the lessons, to focus. My distractions got to be healthy. My distractions got to be proactive. Like my, my distractions cannot, they cannot be toxic. My distractions cannot hinder me from my purpose. Everything around me got to be feeding this soul here. You gotta be a garden to me because I'm a garden. I'm a garden to me. I'm a garden to you. You gotta be able to eat here. I gotta be able to eat where you at. Listen, I ain't coming over your house and eating. If listen, you already know. <laughs> if you ain't taking care of you, and that's keeping your house clean. If you understand what I'm talking about. Lived in is one thing, but being dirty in a mess is another. You're not dirty in a mess. You're just living. There's a big difference. (laughs) There's a big difference. (laughs) So understand that. I'm not coming over into your garden to eat if you ain't taking care of your garden. Your food rotten. <laughs> you ain't feeding it. It ain't getting no sunlight. It ain't got no water. <laughs> I'm not coming to your garden. <laughs> we got to be able to feed each other. You need to feed yourself. What are you eating? And I don't mean this in a sense of eating, literally. I mean, what are you putting into your body? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your spirit? What are you feeding your personal development? What do you do on a daily basis that add to the better version of you, your higher self? Coach Stormy used to say, think of five things you can do every day that is going to, that's in alignment with who you want to become. Five things a day. Five things a day. 
We just keep seeing them fives, don't we? Five minutes before you go to bed. Five things you can do. Angel number 55. Five. 555. Angel number 555. Change. 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 That is that number. That number represents change. 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 Okay? Changes are coming. Change. 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 (laughs) You gotta be intentional with yourself. You have got to put the greatest energy in the into the world, even if you're by yourself. Listen, I'm by myself right now, but this is energy that I'm giving, and I'm giving it to you. I'm putting it out into the world. This is, I share this with you. So, this is a part of my personal development. Me doing this podcast, this is a part of my personal development. Listen, download Anchor. <laughs> At this point, download the app (laughs) and run your mouth. Speak out loud. Be your own therapist if you can't afford one. Work it out. Don't be afraid of sharing yourself. Don't be afraid of being vulnerable. Someone's going to relate. This is a part of personal development. It's being brave enough to step out and sharing you with a bunch of people that you've never seen and you don't know and you don't know who's listening. You don't know who heard you. But somebody is using your story. Somebody is using you. You're healing someone. And who it is, is none of your business. Just focus on your personal development and what helps you to develop into being the best version of you that you can be and deliver that to this world. Purpose. Motivate people. Influence people. Inspire people. And a lot of times we overthinking it because we think we have to go outside and actively do something. But sometimes just opening up our mouths is enough. Sharing ourselves with the next is enough. Being expressive is enough, but be selective with who you do that with. Always be selective. Listen, if you are selected, you got to be selective. (laughs) The selected must be selective. We are not for everybody. No, 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 no very particular about who we select to be in the midst of us be very very picky about that don't let everyone into you you can meet many but into you into your home no don't do that you gotta take care of your garden anyone you let into your home You have to be able to eat from their garden and they have to be able to eat from yours. And the only way that you're going to be able to feed 
is if you invest time into yourself. So I understand that you're extremely busy. I understand that people count on you, but I need you to count on you. I need you to mean the most to you outside of all those other people. I need you to have this moment of being selfish. It'll take you to a beautiful moment of being selfless. There is a proper way and a positive way of being selfish. You have to at some point. Life is going to force you at some point. Choose your battles wisely. Don't let life force you to start saying no. Learn to say it now. Get some authority about your life. That's going to bring some power to you. You're going to feel empowered when you do that. Get some authority and start saying no. Get used to saying no. It is a sentence. No, period. That's a sentence. You don't need an explanation. Stop feeling like you need to explain something to someone about your life and how you want to live it. I said so is enough. Don't overwork yourself explaining. Don't overwork yourself convincing. Don't overwork yourself proving to who. No, none of these people, none of these, they didn't give you life, darling. Do you understand that? You're here for a purpose. You were sent here to do a job. You were sent here to complete an assignment. You were not sent here to work for people. You were sent here to work for your soul, your spiritual journey. For your greatest self. You were sent here to save many. I'm talking to leaders now. You were sent here to save many. You can't keep saying yes to everything and and want that to be this proven that you're a great person. Uh Uh-oh, that's people pleasing. Don't do that. You don't need to say yes to be accepted. If you have to say yes all the time for people's approval, then you don't need those people. Learn to say no. Be about yourself. Be about your business. You putting too many things before you. Life don't even feel better until you stop doing that. I promise it feel better. I promise you'll be able to take on a lot of things that you didn't think that you were strong enough to take on when you get some of that in your system. When you get that in your system, it's going to be hard to knock you down. When you get some of that in your system. Oh, my darling. Huh. Uh. When you get some of that in your system, when you take authority over your own life and you stand up for you, when you get some of that in your system, you're going you gonna to see a lot of changes in the people that you thought you had to please. These, it's going to be, the table's going to turn on that ass. And before you know it, they're going to be trying to people please you. They're going to be trying to convince you that they're worthy of you. Before you know it, they're going to be trying to prove themselves to you. But oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. I'm telling you. 
Sometimes you got to put your foot down with people and it be the people you love. Listen, I'm going to share something with y'all real quick. Once time me and my mom had a moment. She had called me on some on something random. Something she was mad about something and she hit my phone and she immediately just started going in and I lowered the tone of my voice and I said okay I had to because I was in a room full of people she didn't know who I was around and she spazzed on me talking about I was talking to her like she was a child when really what I was doing was I was conducting myself in a respectful way because I was on the phone with my mom but I was also around people so I wasn't speaking to her in a and I wasn't talking to her like she was a child So when I got off the phone and I got away from those people, I had to pick the phone back up and I had to call her and I had to let her know, you're wrong. And this is not a moment where I'm, I'm not sharing this moment to say, oh, I had to cuss my mama out. That's not what this is. I just want y'all to understand that it doesn't matter who it is or the title. You have to stand up for yourself. Sometimes the people who are closest to you, they don't get it. So you have to shed some light on, hold on. Okay, this is what we're not going to do. You have some issues within yourself. You need to deal with that. Because the way you carry it on and handling me, we're not doing that over here no more. And I had to, in that moment, I had to finally stand up for myself and say, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not accepting this. Because I knew my intentions was good. And I knew that I was being obedient. And I knew that I was honoring my mom in the moment. But she missed that part. Because she just, she didn't ask who you around or can you talk. She just called me and started popping off. And I'm in a room full of people and I don't want people to see me. I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to see that, that struggle I'm having with, like with my mom. I didn't want that out loud and on display. I wasn't in a private place at the time. And I'm telling you, when you get some of that in your system, Oh, it's different between us now, <laughs> but it's, but th- that's the point. That's what I'm sharing. It's different. You know what I mean? Like, because I did that now, my, my mother has an understanding of a little bit more of who I am and who I'm becoming. And now she's, she's a little gentle and she's learning to become soft with me. And so it gives me an opportunity to honor her more for that even more. Because she heard me loud and clear. And I made my point. See, it's not about trying to... I'm grown. You don't talk to me like that no more. Like, it's not about trying to prove about where you are. It is literally about standing up for yourself and, and, and taking authority over your life. You don't get to control my life. No one gets to come into my life and control it. I am here because of God. I am here because of the universe. I am here because it is meant for me to be here. 
That is who I will remain faithful to. That is who I work for. That is who gave me life. You gave, you birthed in me, but that's who gave me life. That's who made it possible for that to even happen, for that chemistry to come together and to form this creation here before you. I accepted the assignment on my life at before birth. Before being conceived. God knew I was going to be here before generations, before my, before, before my mom's generation, before her mom's generation, God knew I was coming. This isn't by no mistake. I ain't no oops, baby. (laughs) I don't even believe in that. There's no such thing in that. (laughs) Literally. So yes, yes, authority. Get some authority about your life. Take a stand for your life. At the end of the day, you need to create the life that you want to live. You need to create the life that that accommodates you in the way that you want to be effective in this world. And you need to be committed to that. You need to commit to yourself. And I think that's the biggest reason why I get on this podcast because it's not enough people listening to me. It's enough, and I love y'all. Y'all are enough. If it's one listener, it's enough. But I need so many more people to hear what I'm saying sometimes because it's important to take this time out for ourselves. It's important to develop ourselves. It's important to understand who we don't want to be and make the adjustments right now. Taking control, taking authority is empowering. It's the best thing that you can do for you. It took me a long minute to get here and I had to go through some things, but it's okay. I'm here now. And there is absolutely nothing and no one that is going to take me off track from what I am supposed to be doing. Nothing and no one wholeheartedly mean that because I am grateful for everything that I have. No matter what that is, no matter how small or big, I'm grateful. I will forever be grateful. That means I'm going to forever elevate and I'm going to forever keep getting better with time. I'm a real wife <laughs> without marriage. I'm a real mother without children. <laughs> I know exactly how powerful I am. I am everything with or without anything to prove it. And that's a word right there. <laughs> that's an affirmation right there. I swear I am everything without anything to prove it. I can't even do it, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. <laughs> Man.
Make sure you love yourself first. (laughs) Make sure you love yourself first, please. Love yourself first. It's so important. Oh my God. Spend some time with you today. Happy Monday again. I love all of you. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the wonderful Queen Intimacy. Please, please love yourself first so that everything after that is extra. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.